What is up, everybody? <laughs> this is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a new episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 11.0. And today we are playing Stalker Shadows or Shadow of Chernobyl. And tonight, we're running solo, the dynamic duo, me and Dr. Matt Quinn. Hello. <laughs> we are, I mean, it, it is accurate. You have a PhD, so. It's true. I am a doctor. I am, I am an associate's degree. So, a lot of good that's doing me. But, um. <laughs> operate on this game. <laughs> oh my god, trust me. So, yeah, Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl. Um, made by, um, it's never Russians. Ukrainians, it's right? It's Ukrainians, yeah. Uh, so many games that we have played that take place in Russia, but are not made by Russians. Uh, but yeah, it's a Ukrainian developer, um, GSC Game World, and, uh, <laughs> published by the same people who published Metro 2033, THQ, which, rest in peace. Speaking of Metro 2033, part of the reason I wanted to play this was to get this shit straight in my mind, because when we were playing Metro 2033 previously, I was initially thinking I had played it before, but what I had really played was the beginning of this game, Stalker. Stalker, yes. So, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Stalker is not actual Stalkers. It is S-T-A-L-K-E-R. Uh, and Stalker stands for Scavengers, Trespassers, Adventurers, Loners, Killers, Explorers, and Robbers. I guess that's the uh, fine group of people you'll meet in the in the zone. Absolutely. So the game starts off with a with a cutscene, which back when I first bought this game, I thought, "Hey, this looks okay." But yeah. nowadays, not so much. Um, it shows a truck going down this road during a storm. Um, it crashes. Uh, one thing to mention that everybody in the truck is a dead, like almost rotting corpse, it looks like. And there's one lone man driving it. Uh, he wrecks and uh, is ejected from the vehicle. And it shows later on a man walking by the road, and he sees the crash. He runs over and starts scavenging the bodies and notices that one of them is alive. And he has the tattoo marking of Stalker tattooed, I believe, on his forearm. Yeah, I think on his forearm. Yeah. And that's how the game begins. So we'll get into that in a minute. Um, I would like to mention, I have owned this game, uh, bought it uh, on sale from a uh, now no longer operating website called Direct2Drive. Uh, Direct2Drive was bought out by um, Gamefly. And since I got new computers, I didn't transfer the game over to my other computer. And I was really afraid that I was going to have to rebuy this game. Uh, but come to find out, Gamefly uh, has kept record of every single game anybody has ever purchased from Direct to Drive, and uh, 
I had a Gamefly account at one time. I don't use it anymore, but I, I can log into my Gamefly account and re-download anything that I've ever purchased from Direct to Drive, which is actually kind of cool. That is pretty cool. So good on them. You saved me five bucks. And um, when I first bought the game, I had a computer that would not run it, like pretty much at all. I mean, I and the most I ever played of the game was about five minutes of it. Uh, and this was probably back in 2009, 2010, somewhere around in there. It was while I was still living with my old roommate. So, yeah. So it's been it's been a while. Um, so Matt, what about you? Tell me your history with this game. I've never really had a, uh, an intense history with this game. Basically, it was a game I was aware of. I never had a burning desire to play it, but, you know, I heard reasonably good things, and I heard about it enough that I decided that I would play it at some time, and then I just kind of waited around for a Steam deal until it dropped to a few bucks, and then I picked it up. Yeah. And I probably played maybe twice as much as you, maybe ten minutes. Uh, but that's about it. And that's as far as I got. And I, the only thing I took away from that was this game has a very lot of sway when you're moving. Yeah, the head bob is really... That, yeah, the head bob is very pronounced in this game. Good God. And it doesn't feel right either because it feels like I'm waving on a stick that's like stuck in the middle so it's just like my my head is like bobbing back and forth but the rest of my body isn't yeah i don't know Some, something weird about it but there's a lot of it and uh basically i just shelved it after that and said i'll get back to this someday <laughs> so Today, um today's the day <laughs> today is the day yes um i started playing this game about it was about two weeks ago when we first mentioned it. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get started because I realized that this game was pretty massive. Uh, I knew it was an open world game, um, and I'd always thought it was more RPG filling. Mm-hmm. But this is—I mean, it's straight up a shooter. Yeah, it's pretty much straight shooter. Yeah, shooter in an open world. Um, a few interesting things about this game and maybe telltale signs of the game. Uh, I, I believe now, don't quote me on this. I have the Wikipedia page up, but it's not actually showing me. I believe this game was actually announced in 2004. Uh, and they, they claimed that it was practically getting ready to be shipped or be getting ready. They were doing the finishing touches on the game. Um, and then it laid in development hell for about three years. Um, I don't know exactly the extent of it. It could have been because they couldn't find publishers or they were having technical problems, but it, apparently it went through like two iterations before they finally released the game. Um, how do I explain this game? Before, before I even get into the story and stuff like that, this is a very difficult game for me to talk about. Uh, do the, <laughs> it, it sounds like... <laughs> yeah, well, go ahead. I, I was just going to say it sounds like you have some like dark secret about it. 
You know, it's, it's tough for me to talk about my alcohol addiction. It's tough for me to talk about this game. You know, it, I think that it, it's just it's hard to explain due to the fact that I really I don't really know what I'm doing in this game. Yeah, so that was going to be, you know, jump skip ahead to the the very last thing I was going to say about the game, but other than the intro movie which gives you just 10 seconds worth of information spread out over a couple minutes. That's it. I mean, the rest of the game is just go meet this guy. Go over here. Kill this bandit camp. Go do this. There's nothing so far, and granted I'm not that far in the game, but there's really nothing memorable or story character-driven, really, about this game. Yeah. You're just an amnesiac trying to do something, period. And that seems like it'll be the whole game. Pretty much. Um, I, I've played a little bit more than you have as far as how far we've got in the game. But you play as this character named the Marked One. He doesn't have a name. He is, like you said, an amnesiac. He can't remember who he is, what he was doing. Um, one interesting fact that I don't understand is that the man who finds you and brings you to the traitor, as I, I just, I, I guess that's what his name is, the traitor, the, the, the main guy that gives you the mission at the, at the very beginning. Right. He brings him and says, I have another one. And the guy says, just throw him with the rest. He says, this one's different. This one's alive. And it surprises him. And uh, are they saying I'm a stalker and they're surprised at that? Is that what it? they're saying well from what i got out of that was that maybe all of the people in the back of that truck were stalkers but isn't everybody running around in this game a stalker in, yeah. <laughs> i guess that co stalker seems to cover everybody that's what i was thinking i thought a stalker was just survivors of this so yeah we've totally skipped over what the fuck happened in this game um so in 1988, uh, the the meltdown at Chernobyl um, actually fucked up the entire world, and um, it basically created this basically ticking time bomb that they call the zone, or that's what they call after it happens. In 2012, I think uh, something erupted out of the base of the Chernobyl incident mm -hmm. and basically turned everything into the zone. Uh, it created these things called anomalies uh, that are basically, I don't know what the hell they are. Uh, sometimes they have a mind of their own. It's like an energy force that can... Uh, what were they called in Metro 2033? The, the orbs of energy? Um, anomalies, I believe. <laughs> Uh, if I couldn't keep these games straight already. I know. I think they were called anomalies. Yeah, I think so. Um, but these things are basically invisible, but they're like some type of energy force, whether it be like magnetic or just gravitational. I don't know what they are. But sometimes they can pull people to them. They can erupt and push yeah, things away. Pulse. Like sometimes they're there and then they burn out for a little bit and then they come back. Yeah. They, they kind of have a mind of their own. They're almost like their own little entity. Um, 
But anyway, the zone, which I can't remember what year this game takes place. Uh, I know it's near. It's soon after, like ten. Well, let's see here. I'm just going to read from the Wikipedia page because I'm lazy. Stalker takes place in an area called the Zone, which is a based on a real-life Chernobyl exclusion zone and partly on the setting of the source novel and film. Yes, this is based on a short story, which is based on a, a, a movie, which now the game is based on. Um, it encompasses roughly 30 square kilometers and features a slice of Chernobyl extending south from Chernobyl nuclear power plant. Geographical changes for artistic license included moving the city of Pir- Piripat, Piripat? 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 Um, into the area and is uh, actually the northwest power station, although the city itself is directly modeled on its real-life counterpart, albeit smaller in size. Um, after the initial Chernobyl disaster... Attempts were made to repopulate the area, primarily with scientists and military personnel. However, in 2006, almost 20 years after the first incident, a second disaster occurred causing the sea consciousness, um, which uh, corresponds with uh, realization or awareness program, killing and or mutating most of its inhabitants. Stalker begins years later after people have begun coming to the zone and search for money, valuable artifacts, and scientific information. So there you go. That's our backstory. I I don't know. Um, yeah, basically all you need to know is it's near Chernobyl, and it's after everything's been mutated. Yeah, everything's right. mutated. There's radiation everywhere, and everybody's there to I guess make money. Yeah, it's essentially the same as every other post-apocalyptic, post-nuclear world. Yeah. But anyway, so the marked one wakes up. He has with him a um, PAD. Is that, is that what they're called, PAD? P- PDA. P- PDA. What the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> I mean, PDAs don't really... A pad? A pad. A he, he has a pad with him. Uh, a PDA, which, I mean, who uses a PDA anymore? Um, yeah, it's a product of its time. I know, seriously. Um, and this is supposed to happen in the future. It has a PDA that basically has some information about him on a mission to kill a man called Sterlock. That's all he has. Um, and for some reason, even though he can't remember anything, he wants to still kill this man. Uh, so the traitor guy um, who basically, I guess, nursed you back to health, I don't really know, um, says, well... We can see what we can do about finding out who the Sterlet guy is. And he gives you missions to do. Some of them are trivial, and then some of them are actually story missions. Um, which brings me to my first point. I can't tell what's a story mission or what is a side quest. Yes. that That is a thing that has always killed me about open world games. And this is probably the most offensive game in that respect that I've ever played. Yeah. I, I barely know what I'm doing in this game to begin with. So the fact that I don't even know if I'm supposed to be doing it is sort of aggravating. Because every time I die, I'm like, well, was this actually wasted time? Or was it <laughs> less wasted time? I don't know. Um, I'll just go ahead and tell you everything's wasted time in this game. But anyway. 
Um, no, no. So, I guess the first thing I should mention is this game is a very difficult game. All right, I'll take that back. This game is a very unforgiving game. Yes, I think that's the perfect word. Because um, the very beginning of this game and probably well into the actual store, actual progression of the game, around three hours, I had a very difficult time playing this game. Because you only start off with a small pistol. Which is horribly inaccurate. It's it's, it's always... You can unload clips and clips into people, but uh, unless you're within three feet of them, most of the bullets aren't going to hit who you're shooting at anyways. Uh, Luckily, you can uh, loot anybody. This is also a curse, because I like to loot stuff, and now I can't walk anywhere. Yep. Um, and there's no, there's not really slowing down. There's you pick up that one last item, and now you cannot move. You can't move at all. Um, but because I have um, this obsession with gathering things, I now have enough health items and enough bullets to last me another apocalypse. <laughs> because I mean, I have like I think 43 right now, 43 health packs. Like the ones, like that, the med kits, the med the or- kits, yeah, the orange ones, the orange ones. Wow, I, have I had about, about ten, and then I used about seven of them. <laughs> I have about twenty of the blue ones, which basically remove any status effects and fills your health up all the way. Um, I'm saving those for a rainy day. <laughs> um, I have a lot of vodka. Speaking of it, I thought the weather was pretty cool when it started raining in this game and then the, it started thundering and I could see lightning in the clouds uh, that kind of blew my mind I don't know why oh. <laughs> I did not expect there to be light, a lightning storm with like clouds and lightning you know I mean there's things in this game that, that they do pretty well but then there's things that's just kind of bland yeah overall I think the game is very bland but more than that I would say it's bleak like intentionally bleak yeah because of the radiation, because of the population decimation that's happened, and uh, it, you know, it's just kind of a sad world to live in. Yeah. Which makes it seem a little bit more authentic. Yeah, I mean, I I, I really like the f- atmosphere, the feel okay. of it. Yeah. But you know, that's <laughs> that's a minor point when the game is. Horribly frustrating. (laughs) So this game was very frustrating to me, basically because the game does not save for you at all. Um, F6, like I said in our email exchange, F6 is your best friend. I hit that button possibly every five minutes, if not earlier than that. Uh, F6 is your quick save. And I constantly use that. Otherwise, you will lose progress. The first three hours of me playing this game was playing the first 30 minutes of this game. Yep. I lost so much progress in my first, like, probably around three hours to where I got so disheartened. I was like, you know, I emailed you like a couple of days later, (laughs) like, are you sure you want to play this game? I was like, this game just kind of pisses me off. Yeah, and, you know, it's not just hard, like, in a normal sense of the word hard. People just, like, 
pop out from behind a building and shoot you and you're instantly dead. Like, no reaction time. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird to me how we get into a firefight in this game and not not so much now, but early in the game when I, I guess I just wasn't playing it right. I just, I feel like I would unload two clips into somebody, only hit them with one or two bullets and they would just pop out and blast me with a shotgun and I'd be dead. Yeah. The, um... There's a couple of things that I had going for me that was very hurting me very much. One, I cannot for the life of me use a mouse and keyboard to play a game, let alone a first-person shooter where you need to be accurate. And two, I didn't know what to do in this game. Uh what ha what the biggest turning point for me was was that I, I finally got me a stalker suit, uh, better armor basically. Um, don't get me wrong, I can still die pretty quickly, but it, it does help out a lot. And the other thing, and possibly the most redeeming thing of this entire game, is I finally got my hands on the coveted AK forty seven. Yes. And the game changes quite a bit once you get. Oh, Absolutely. Even a halfway decent gun. I was I was so happy when I found me a gun that actually worked. I was like, you know, what's that line from uh, Jackie Brown, Samuel Jackson? He's talking about the AK-47. When you absolutely, positively have to kill every motherfucker <laughs> in the room except no substitutes. This yeah. fucking thing is awesome. And, you know, it, it's, it's still kind of inaccurate, but it's one of those guns where you can fire off single shots and and it helps you know it, it's it's way more accurate than a pistol yeah um which now i have a even better ak-47 I'm, I'm not that big of a gun guy it looks like an ak-47 it could possibly not be one but it, <laughs> it kind of looks like one it has the banana clip and it looks like an ak-47 but the wonderful thing is it has a plus sign down at the bottom of it which means it's better in every aspect. Nice. And this thing doesn't kick at all. Like, it, it does not have any recoil. So I can hold down the trigger and it doesn't jump. Um, I found it in uh, one of Sterlick's little underground hideout, which you're going yeah. to pretty soon. That's Well, I think I, I may have just finished that one. I don't know, because I did pick up that gun, I think. Okay. We will talk about that Um because this that's actually a redeeming part of the game for me as well. Uh, but anyway, so we're doing these small jobs for the the traitor. Um, he tells us, like, I don't even remember the names. He, he tells us to go meet random Russian name. Yeah, how about the names in this? Like, other than the Russian names, the names are like Wolf, Fang. Yeah. Dog. Like, just like all these, like... So simple names that they're impossible to keep straight. Yeah, like I don't know who the hell I'm talking to. You know, at any at any given time, and the like. I'm still waiting on somebody to yell Artyom for some reason. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they all sound the same. They all have that Russian accent, even though they all speak English. And it's just <laughs> like, and and you know, the funny thing is. When I first started playing this game, I played it straight. You know, I played it, I'm going to go here, help this guy. You know, I see a guy on the ground, I can give him a med pack, and he comes back up, and oh, he's a friendly now. So that's, that's another part of the game, is that you can join factions. 
um, and and if you help out other guys and do missions for them, I have no idea how to do that, but it's a, it, they say it's an option in the game. Yeah. Um. But so I played I played this game pretty much straight, but I remember because it kept it, at the very beginning of the game when the when, I guess the tutorial when when the the trader was showing you how to work your map and all this other stuff, he also showed that there is a ranking system for all the stalkers in the zone. And this ranking, it says, oh, you you go up and rank when you eliminate other stalkers. So probably, I've probably put maybe six in-game hours into the game, like six progression hours. Um, And at around hour four, for some reason, I looked at that list and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna try and rank up a little bit." So I just started running around shooting dudes. <laughs> you know, uh, I had a lot of fun yesterday. Um, there was like four stalkers sitting there around a campfire when I was playing the guitar, and I pulled out a grenade and threw it in between them, and it blew <laughs> them all up. It was awesome. Did you immediately rank way up? No, I didn't rank way up, but I did. My rank did increase. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I was like, well, getting rid of the competition one stalker at a time. But uh, I don't know why. I, I guess because I'm kind of like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, I just got no allegiance. Exactly. It's like, you know, I've helped out so many people. There's the the first big instance of that is go help out this guy. He uh, He's wanting to do a raid on this garage. They're keeping one of their friends hostage. So we, you know, and you, they give you options too. They give you questions like, you want to do this alone or do you want us to come with you? And of course, I say come with me because I suck at this game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we, we, we go and we, we, we rescue that guy. This is actually the very first story mission. And, you know, we rescue that guy. He gives us this jump drive. We take it back to, uh, the trader he tells us more information i don't know what information it is oh well we found out there's this guy sterlick maybe over here in this area so we yeah go- he went north that's yeah. all basically they tell you yeah and i'm just like okay um i will mention uh we when you walk up to go to the next area there is this um large bridge and a the train tracks, uh, right? yeah, where the train tracks are, and the military is camped out there, and they say, "Oh, you can't pass through here; it's a restricted area." And they want us to pay him like what five hundred rue, five hundred future bucks. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, so I save it, and I'm like, "All right, I'll give him five hundred. I give him five hundred. I go do that mission that they want me to do, and I have to come back and turn it in. <laughs> when I come back the other way." He's saying, oh, this area is restricted. You need to pay me 500 more dollars. And I'm like, I'm going to save this. I now have an AK-47. <laughs> I mowed every fucking guy down right there. Nice. And so I don't have to pay anything anymore. It's a free toll from now on. And I'd like that's how I, that's basically the turning point. I was like, yeah, fuck these guys, you know. <laughs> fuck everybody. Exactly. If you look at me the wrong way, you're going to die. And then fuck Straylock. Yeah. And th- and if you pull out a guitar, you're definitely going to die. <laughs> you know, it's, that's the thing. Is <laughs> I hate music. Yeah, I hate music in this game. But yeah. 
Yeah, the I just I don't know, like like you know, there's there was when when you were doing that mission going to I can't remember where we were going, but we were going to go meet somebody. Um, and is that like Suri, S E R I Y? Was it that guy? It may be mole. Mole. What's a random? (laughs) Another one of those random dumb names. Yeah. Um, you're going to go meet Mole, but on the way there, you run into a guy who's fighting a bunch of dudes, and he's like, "Oh, we're about to go ambush this this uh, convoy that's coming. You want to come help us?" And he's part of the military, or, or part of the um, what's the mil- the the force? Some kind of force. Uh, the order or the duty? The duty. That's the name of it. Not not duty like like <laughs> shit. <I'm> th- <laughs> D-U-T-Y. The duty. Um. He, he's part of that, and he's like, oh, we're, we're about to kill a bunch of bandits. We're going to ambush him. You want to help us? And we're like, I'm like, yeah, sure. It, like, you get, like, when you walk somewhere, sometimes something will just pop up and say, hey, this is a new mission. Go do it. And, like, I, I, I can't, I don't know what it is about this game. Normally, I can, I can section things off and say, I'll do this later. I'll do this then and then. But this one is just like, okay, I'll go over here. And I, I run over there, and then we, we ambush the dudes, and I shoot them. I reload all the bodies. You're now over-encumbered. I have to throw things away. And, you know, it's just, I, I don't know what to do. I had, like, so many handguns at one time. Yeah. And I was like, I can still walk. Maybe if I just, like, go really slow, I can make it to the trader and make a lot of money. And then he <laughs> buys them for, like, $16. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So No, I basically just, because you have the option to unload them. Yeah. So I unloaded them to get the ammo out, and then I just dropped them all. Yeah. I have a silenced pistol that I've been using, um, kind of as a backup whenever I run out of ammo or something else. It has 3,000 bullets. Oh I have, yeah, I will, I will never run out of bullets in that gun ever. And I like, and it's, it's, it's horrible because I can't walk like now, even if I'm at walking speed, my, like my meter goes down just walking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, ugh, God, this fucking game. When I first started, I almost had like infinite run. You know, I could just run wherever I wanted to. Now I can't even run. I can run for like maybe three seconds. Yeah. You know, and so. That run is pretty quick too. Yeah, it helps. Um, I found out doing a little bit of research, uh, mainly because I Google searched, uh, is there a fucking fast travel in Stalker? And it popped up saying, oh, there's a mod where like apparently it makes the game look better. It changes the UI and it adds a bunch of things like uh, uh, flat fast travel and um, some type of different inventory management. It, it mm-hmm. like they added a bunch of stuff, but I haven't installed it or anything like that. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's like you get to all these different missions. Like, um, that guy wants to to uh, you know, he tells you, oh, you should go join the duty, and uh, you know, we're at the the bar, or I, I guess that's what it's called, the bar. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't that's the next that. section after where I got to. Yeah. Um. So and and the thing is, I'm going by this fact that doesn't do these things that I've done in order. So I'm all confused. You know, uh, like basically, you can do things however you fit, see fit. Yeah. Um. In fact, uh, when running, like, so I had to go meet the mole or mole or whatever the hell his name is. And he is basically being uh, 
cornered by the military um, in, in this building. It's like an office building. And um, you're supposed to go rescue him. Well, I distinctly remember in the fact saying that the mole can't die. That is a lie and a half. <laughs> so I, because he couldn't die, I was already on a mission. I said, well, let me just go turn in this mission, then I'll go help out the mole. Even though I went by the building, saw the military shooting at the building, and I said, okay, the mole's in there, but hang on, buddy. I'll be there in a minute. And I ran and turned in this quest. When I was coming back, it popped up. Mission failed. Or objective failed. Mole has died. <laughs> I was like, okay, did I just fuck myself out of the story? Um, so I went into the building. The military's all there. I shoot all of them. Uh, I It took me, oh my god, it took me like 20 minutes just to find the mole's fucking body. I was like, seriously? Because the marker was pointing directly. I was standing on top of the fucking marker. But I couldn't figure out where in the hell the mole was. Yeah. I had a tough time with that also when I was in Strelix hideout. When you get down and there's like a, there's a hole in the wall that you have to climb into. Yeah. Apparently in the back of that hole there's a ladder, but it was pitch pitch black. Yeah. So I was just walking around in circles. I'm like, I'm in the hole. I'm right under where I, I'm where I need to be, and I don't know why there's nothing here. It's just an empty hole. You know, you have a flashlight, right? <sighs> Would probably be helpful. And night vision goggles. Mm, do I? I have yeah. binoculars. No, we. You have them both. You start with them. Yes. I found that out whenever I walked into that sewer and said, I can't see shit, and then hit escape and looked at the options and then finally said, oh, I think it's L or K. I can't remember which one it is, but there is one for flashlight and there is one for night vision. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. But (laughs) So the mole got killed in my game. Um, I finally found his fucking body, and it gave me one line. Uh, it's, It's in a sewer. Or, or uh, Sterlick's. You gotta find Sterlick's group's stash. That was the name of it. And it said, It's in the sewers. That's it. I, w- I was like, Okay, how the fuck am I supposed to find this? Because even whenever I, I pulled up my the menu and looked at all my quests, you know, you can click on one and it actually shows you on the map where the objective is. This yeah. did, it didn't show me where the objective was. I, just cl- I clicked on it and it just it, nothing happened. I'm like, oh great! I got to find this fucking sewer on my own. This was like I saved right there, walked around for probably I've like in in real life time I've probably put maybe eight hours in this game. Two of them was the very beginning, and probably one of them was trying to find this fucking sewer. <laughs> I just walked around and I was like this is fucking ridiculous finally I went to YouTube and I watched somebody play the fucking game he had the mole with him apparently the mole takes you to the sewer Ah, unless he's dead unless he's dead and you just have to guess so I, I finally found the entrance to the sewer entered the sewer and this like I, like I said at the beginning of, of this podcast was this part right here is actually a redeeming factor for me due to the fact that this is the first time this game has ever felt like a game. 
it was you this felt like a level you, you go into this sewer there is a distinct path you have to follow there's enemies both mutants as well as humans and it, it felt like a game or a stage I should say it felt like a structured stage dear here is your objective you got to make it through all this shit to get to your objective and then leave while the rest of my time I've had with this game, it felt like you're in this big hub world where everything must die. Yeah. You know, and I, w- I was just like, it, 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 this was the first part it felt like a game. You know, you go through the sewers, you run into these, like, mutated humans, it looks like, but they're like this big beast and they can turn invisible. Yeah, there's a couple of different types of mutants. Uh, down in that hideout, hideout, there was the one. There was an invisible one that was kind of uh, had tentacles in its mouth, kind of like uh, Zoidberg. Yeah, you know what it looked like. It, they, for some reason, they really reminded me of the enemies in uh, Amnesia. Yeah, I don't know why, but they they just kind of did. Um, they were weirdly dumb though, because they would like run towards me sometimes and then run away from me sometimes, and I guess they were unaligned. So they would sort of attack the other bad guys. Yeah. Sometimes. They um well, the AI is not the best in this game. Uh, and I don't think the the environments are, are helping out the AI in any aspects due to the fact that I saw enemies just get stuck on environments and just stand there. And I'm like, well, thank you for letting me kill you. So, I mean, I don't want to feel. Like I'm bashing this game, even though I sound like I am. Uh, I really hated this game when I first started it. Yeah, but I'm in the same boat. For the first hour or two, I was not enjoying anything I was doing. But the but the longer I played, the more use I got to the keyboard and mouse controls, to the point where I can actually play the game now. And now that I have a decent weapon, some better armor. And a lot of healing items. I'm I'm not having a bad time with it. Um, I am when it comes to figuring out what the fuck to do. Yeah. So we go down into Sterlick's little hideout. Um. And it took me forever to figure out what to do here. <laughs> I kept looking at the fucking clipboard, or not the clipboard, but the big like bulletin board. And saying, okay, what am I supposed to do here? Oh, no, it's behind it. There's a, a glowing jump drive behind it. And I was like, well, why didn't you just show me that? Because, you know, the, the, the marker is pointing directly at the, the, the big poster board. So we get it. And that's where that's basically where I am right now. At this point, I've left. Um, I will mention the the uh, the um, the big monster that that shoots these telekinetic waves at you. Yeah, what was that about? The, I don't know what the hell that was. I left, and all of a sudden it showed this blah, this big monster. Yeah, it zooms down to the end of the hall. Yeah, it zooms all the way down to the end of the hall, and it shows him shooting this like big force push coming straight towards you and it takes like fucking half your health i was like well okay and it, it, at first i all right, luckily i had saved right before that 
And so I turned around and started machine gunning it, and nothing happened. Here comes another one because it fucks your your entire aiming up. Yeah, you get all dizzy and. Oh, well, not just that, but I mean, it takes me out of my camera. It takes me out of first person view. Yeah. And and zooms in on him and then comes right back at me. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking disoriented personally trying to play this game. And then my character is also dizzy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I died right there, but then I reloaded and said, fuck this, I'm running. Yeah, I turned around and hightailed it. Yeah. And that's that's basically... When I left there, I have no idea where to go next. See, I already went to the bar and did, um, there was something I had to do for the, uh, oh, get the, get the military documents. I think that's what I'm headed to do next. Yeah. See, that's what I was doing whenever Mole died was that I was looking for these military documents, which he is kind of in the same area as where the military documents are supposed to be. And so I was like, I'll deal with you in a minute. I'm going to go get these military documents. Got the military documents and was coming back. Mole died. So I have the military documents. I went to the bar. I did this before I went underground because I couldn't find it. So I was like, well, let me just turn in these fucking military documents. I give the military documents to the barkeeper. He get, he says, oh, this isn't all of them. Go go get some more. And it's in the, um, shit, what's the, what's the name of that place? The Dark Void or Dark, the Dark Valley is the name of the place. And he's, he's like, oh, you got to go to the Dark Valley, and there's more of these documents that I want you to get. Well, that's the only mission I really have except for a bunch of side missions, which I can I have to go turn in. I'm not fucking walking all the way back there because that would take forever. <laughs> so I'm going to the Dark Valley. I walk toward the Dark Valley entrance area, and it's full of radiation. So if oh, I, yes. So if I keep walking, I'm going to die. And that's it. The other one is find out what happened to Wolf. And when I click on it, it doesn't show me where to go, not even a general direction. And that is where I am now. So the only thing I can think of to do, because this fact is not helping me on that mission... The only thing I can think of to do is basically Google search where to find a radiation suit, find get a radiation suit, and then try to get to the uh, the Dark Valley so I can continue that. <laughs> so, so, tell, uh, so, so tell me about your time, Matt, with the game, because I've just been talking this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm essentially I've done... Everything that you've said has been applicable. I mean, I haven't really done anything differently. I spent a lot of time staring at my objectives, not knowing where I was going. I ended up heading down into Strelix Hideout, thinking that that was the research facility. The Agriprom research facility. Yeah. You know, I thought that was up next. I'm like, all right, he told me to go here. He, like, walked me over to this... The, the entrance to this underground area. So I'm like, all right, this must be the research facility. And uh, I didn't do as many of the early side missions, so I don't have any armor. I don't have any good weapons at that point. Or I, I think I did have an AK, but I had 100 bullets, which sounds great, except that 
I blew through them in the first like six guys. Nice. And, uh, and then I had to try and clear out that entire area with essentially two grenades and 600 pistol bullets, which took a long time. And then I finally got to the end, and I ended up right where, where you sat. I saw that guy who was shooting me with his force pushes and didn't want to fight him whatsoever. Yeah. So I went back up to the surface, and uh, I'm kind of back at square one. I don't really know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't think I have any missions that are done that need to be turned in. Although if I did, I wouldn't go back and turn them in, because I did not massacre the people at the... Uh, at the train tracks, so I'll have to either find a way around. I think there is a way around if you go all the way around, or just pay them the five hundred bucks. Yeah, no, I, the marked one in my game does not take shenanigans, <laughs> so <laughs> that's not an option. <laughs> that's funny. I just—it's <sighs> harsh. It's a harsh game. It is. I just, I, it's, I don't want to sound like I, I hate the game. Yeah, I, I want to say it's harsh more than it's bad. It's, you know, it's, it's unforgiving. It's austere, but these aren't necessarily completely negative traits. They're just, you know, know what type of game it is before you sit down to play it for the first time. Yeah. See, I was expecting. For some reason, I was expecting Fallout. I, like not really Fallout, but more shooter Fallout. Yeah. Uh, a lot of RPG elements. The only RPG elements that are in this game is the artifacts that you pick up. Right. Which are you using any of those? Uh, I've picked up a few. I don't think I'm using them though, unless they auto equipped. No. Um, I'm using four. You can only use four, I believe, at a time, or maybe five. I can't remember. I've got four of them equipped. Uh, two of them are the jellyfish ones. Yep. And uh, another one is uh, one that increases my health 200%. I don't know where I found that one. So now how do these things actually fit into the game world? Because... Where... They, they yeah. are left... I, I, I think they tried to explain this. Um, artifacts are what remains of what an anomaly was. Artifacts are basically dead anomalies. But it seems like there's thousands of anomalies, or hundreds of anomalies. Yeah. And there's way, way less than that in, ter in terms of the number of artifacts. I really don't know. All I know is I see them jumping around. I go look at them, and if they give me any radiation, I don't pick them up. <laughs> if they don't give me radiation, I pick them up and see what they give me. Because, I mean, the longer you keep stuff on you that gives you radiation, why the fuck would you even equip that? I know. That's, that's the thing. I mean, you give, oh, plus 5% to bulletproof. What am I going to do? Like run into a bunch of dudes and pull out my inventory so I can equip my fucking, you know, bulletproof anomaly or whatever or bulletproof artifact, and then oh, while I'm that's going on, I'm getting shot to shit. Yeah, yeah. The game does not stop when your inventory is open. No, I just like that blows my mind. Why in the world would you put on any artifact that gives you radiation poisoning? 
I, that that's stupid to me. Unless like if you get a radiation proof suit and it doesn't hurt you while you're while you're still getting the benefits of it. Yeah. But like I said, I don't have a radiation suit. That's the next thing on my list is to Google search where to get one in this game. And if I can't get one, you know, where I am, I may possibly be fucking stuck. There's got to be a way. Oh, I hope so. I haven't looked yet. But for for what we're looking at with this fact here, where I am, I am close to halfway through this game. Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, that's, you know, I've done the bar. I'm going to the dark alley. And, yeah, that's about halfway. So I don't know... I don't know what to think. Yeah, I feel like it looks like you're halfway. And I don't know how much more story you've gotten, but I, I feel like I've just started the game. And, I mean, granted, I have relative to you, but... I don't feel like much has happened in the game. A lot may not happen in this game. That's the thing. I have a feeling that the payoff is not going to be very good. Yeah. To the point that I'm not even really expecting or hoping for a payoff. I would like something to happen, but I'm not expecting any kind of story narrative conclusion. You know, the thing, crazy thing is, though, I mean, obviously this game must be popular because, hell, they made two sequels. Yeah. Well, or it took them years to figure it out, and they were like, fuck it, we're <laughs> we're getting the most we can out of this engine. I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, I own Clear Sky. Which, is that the one that's a prequel? I want to say that's a sequel, and The Call of Pipiot is the prequel. Okay. I'm not too sure. Don't hold me to that. I'm sure that if anybody's listening to this, the guy is a number one stalker fan and is yelling at us right now. I just well, I got to get through this one before either of those others matter. I know, yeah. So I, I don't know what to think of this game. I think it's, like I said, it's a strange game to talk about. I honestly don't know what to say about it. My experiences have been you get a mission, you click on that mission, and it usually shows you where to go on the map. I'll walk to there, talk to a guy, or get something, take it back, and then get another mission. But there's things that you do out of order. There's things that happen that that may possibly screw your game over. You know, I thought I thought seriously that that my game is now over. Because of mole dying. I was like, I, I can't find... The only thing it gave me was... Because I found, like, I, I guess I found a note on his body. So you kill guys, and it gives you, like, these little notes sometimes. Like, oh, there's a hidden stash over here uh, under this, this busted-up car. You know? And, it, and they, yeah. it, it updates on your map. You know, this is where the stash is. Um, like, it was one of those. It popped up. Uh, his his base is in the sewers. And that was all it said. And I was like, this is not going to help me. At all. I mean, I walked around everywhere. And walking around is a fucking chore in this game. Because I want to carry all these fucking bullets with me. 
and I can't run. Yeah, I found that out. I was out wandering around looking for one of those stashes, and, uh, you know, I got radiation and anomalies popping up left and right. I can't run that much. I got wild boar packs chasing me. <laughs> like, what the heck am I doing out here? But, I don't know. <laughs> it's the world. At least, you know, I as much as that kind of thing was like, why am I wasting my time out here in the middle of these bushes? That's one thing that I kind of wish there was a little more of in Metro 2033. It's just some of that filler space, some of that stuff to show you that this is a world instead of levels, which is funny because you said earlier that like, this is the one area that feels like a level, which this game, I would like to have more of a distinct feel like this is what stage, this is the end of the level. But I felt the opposite way in Metro, or at least I do now comparing this to Metro is I wish that there was a little bit more stuff in between the levels to, flesh out the world yeah i just i really don't know what to think about this game i i think i prefer metro over this as far as gameplay goes but i don't know i think they're about equal as far as enjoyment I think the story was just kind of confusing in Metro, uh, and in this yeah, game, it's this just, game just isn't it non-existent. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I really don't know what to think about it. I think I think this is a decent game for what it is. I guess um, the mechanics work for the most part. Uh, they just, I mean, it, it feels old school. This, yeah. this feels. And to be fair, it is a half dozen years older than, or four years older. Uh, came out. This came out in 07? This came out. I thought, yeah, oh seven. Six, oh seven. Yeah, and Metro came out two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So four years older. It's just, I mean, I mean, and this game was originally worked on a long time before that. Yeah, this game feels a lot older, for yeah. sure. Yeah, this game feels like something from 2001 or 2002. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. That's about all I can really say. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really like, what do, you, what do you expect out of the second half, then? Do you think it'll change at all? I mean, like I said, I'm not expecting a narrative payoff, but I would like to see some kind of, maybe, like, a final showdown... If oh, I'm not. sure there will be a final showdown. Well, but more than just, you know, a, a group of six guys? Well, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what to expect from this game. I have a feeling either A, I'm going to get more pissed off at it, um, or B, I'm going to get more bored of it. I mean, I hate to say that, but I mean, one of those two are going to happen. And I have a feeling I'm going to get pissed at this game more than anything. Due to the fact that I have no idea where to go. As of right now, I don't know what to do. Man, I, I tried to play a little bit today and progressed none. I played for probably about 45 minutes and I didn't do anything. I wandered around... I think I may have turned in one side quest. And and like just me wandering around trying to figure out where to go. 
and knowing my luck, when I do figure out what I need to do, I'm halfway across the fucking map. Yeah. Enjoy so. your half an hour trek to get back. Exactly. So. That's why I think a stalker. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. It's a hard thing to really talk about because it doesn't have. It doesn't feel like it has much of a soul. It doesn't. It's, you know, it's, it's your, a shell. Your character has no identity. There is no story. You know, the graphics are clean, but they're old. You know, it's got nothing that really pops about it playing it right now for the first time. This is really just a series of of fetch quests. Yeah. Go get this. Go meet this dude. Go there. And that's it. Yeah, it's fetch fetch quests in a bleak, post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. That's not really any more or any less than that. Yeah. But for some reason, I keep playing. (laughs) It's never like I get home and like, man, you know, I've been itching to play Stalker in a long time. So, you know, it's not like that. It's just like, I guess I could play some Stalker. See if I figure out what the fuck to do. That's what I did today, you know. I got home from work and I was like, let me Google search this shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was like, I looked it up and I was like, okay, let's see if I can go find this. Well, apparently I can't. So <laughs> <laughs> Now now I got to find me a radiation suit because I've already tried walking through it and you die. I have found out before experimenting with anything in this game, I'm going to save. Yes. That's, uh, you know, I walked like like th- like today with with the group of guys around the campfire. I pulled out my grenade. I said, "You know what? Let me save first. I saved. Then I threw the grenade. <laughs> yeah, I also have to save every time I kill somebody too. When I was down in that hideout, especially, I'm like, "Oh, two people are dead. Better save because I may not be able to kill them next time." Exactly. So, yeah, I guess I'm having a more enjoyable time, I should say, because if 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 the game is was like how it was the first two hours that I played of it, I would not be playing this game right now. Yeah, this would have been the end. Yeah, we would have Deus Ex this game, or what was the other game? Eternal Darkness. That game. I'd like I'd like to go back to Eternal Darkness eventually. Yeah, me too. I fucked myself into a corner in that game. When you can choose uh, what magic you want to use. Oh, yeah, what your affiliation is. Yeah, and my affiliation was magic. Yeah. Which means I used a magic spell to give me more magic. (laughs) Instead of refilling my health or refilling my sanity, I would use magic to give magic. And I was like, why did they even put this fucking option in the game? (laughs) But anyway, that's uh, that's that's a long time ago. <laughs> and maybe the future. Maybe, maybe. Hopefully, well, now I know not to do that. So, uh, lesson learned. But anyway, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all we've done in Stalker. Now, I know it may not sound like a lot, but that's. I'm not. Ki- I'm it not didn't kidding. come easy. Yeah, I'm not kidding. When I've probably put about eight hours into this game. In fact, I can fucking look it up right now. Because Raptor does a pretty good job of saying, hey, you've wasted this amount of time in Stalker. Also, I do like their little post-game summaries. Yeah, I do too. Pops up on my screen. It's like, you've played for one hour. 
Yeah, they, they've upped the ante. In fact, I got me a free copy of uh, Dead Island Game of the Year edition today from them. Oh, wow. Yeah. All because I played uh, some kind of game. They said, oh, you qualify for a free prize. And I clicked on it, and it was like, okay. I guess I got a free copy of uh, Dead Island, which I did. And I redeemed it. I have put, well, it says seven hours. So, I've put seven hours in the game. Matt, you've put five. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. And Fixer has put in 50 hours. I feel bad Oof. for you, man. Well, if you put in that many hours, you must love it or like it or tolerate it. <laughs> or maybe just left it on the title screen and went and did something. It's <laughs> yeah, possible, too. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's all I can pretty much say about Stalker. I mean, it's not bad, but man, it's not not good either. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I know you said probably three episodes for this. I think we may be able to wrap this up next recording. Yeah. Depending if A, we don't finish it and don't feel like finishing it, or we finish it. Because... I mean, I hate to say it, but I don't I, like. I I do feel like I'm kind of wasting my time in this game. I mean, it's just, I've, I've, there's been so many hours not doing anything. Maybe I'm just fucked up. Maybe I just I don't know how to play this game. If if you if you if you're listening to this and you have played soccer and you know what I need to do, please segue into leave us an email. You can send me an email at uh, frustratedfury at ztgamedomain.com. Definitely email us. Let us know how we're doing. Suggest some games to us. Please do not suggest a stalker game. Um, we will definitely try and play them. Uh, you can also catch us on Twitter. Uh, Matt is at R-E-M-G-S, and I am at DML Fury. Uh, we're on Twitter. You can uh, tweet to us. You can talk to us about the show. You can talk to us about games in general. We always like to talk about random geekery around Twitter. Um, please leave us an iTunes review. We've kind of just hit a brick wall with the iTunes reviews. Um, we greatly appreciate it if you would leave us an iTunes review. It can be good or bad. I don't care. I will read it on the show. You can laugh about us reading about you're making fun of us. I don't care. Uh, but it does help us. It, it helps get our name out there. Uh, we get a little bit more recognition and stuff like that. And we greatly appreciate it if you would do that. But yeah. Um, I appreciate everybody listening. And um, definitely give us some feedback. We would we greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can leave comments on where, where you're listening to this on the website. Uh, whatever you'd like to do. If you want to suggest a more exciting game than Stalker. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We, uh, we, uh, we have one game suggestion. And... Um, we will get to that game, I promise, Jay. We will get to that game. Uh, but yeah, we're going to come back with Stalker next week. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I try. I want to, my, to try my best to finish this game. I, I really do. I mean, I've put this many hours into it. I paid my $5 years ago. <laughs> and by God, I'm going to get my $5 out of it. So... We'll see how it goes. 
But anyway, that's a, that's that's pretty much it for for this episode of Phoenix Down. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. As of right now, I am Drew, and I'm Matt, and we're out of here. So let's try to survive this next week. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later.